Welcome to the Life Laundry Podcast. I'm Gemma. I'm Chippy. There she is. That's <laughs> a look hard for her today. I, uh, I was having a little chat with Moaning Myrtle there, and then oh, Gemma yes. Bray pops up having a hairbrush. Don't get old. It's a trap. <laughs> we were just talking about Gemma's back. Still not. No, listen, I can still go to spin. All right. It's just other things that are proven tricky, like making the bed and like I, movements. <laughs> I don't I, mean that in a rude way. I mean like. <laughs> she, she, I said, how did you do it? She went, I was bending over. It's like, Derek. But no. No, I did it. You know why? Tom, it was, it was quite warm last weekend, wasn't it? Was it warm where you were? Yeah, it was. So we, were, we had like, we had so many barbecues. It's amazing. Um, and Tom just couldn't be bothered to put the um, umbrella up, the like sunshade. And he was hot and really hot and really hot. I was like, put the umbrella up. I can't be bothered. And I was like, he's going to get burned. So me being a, a mum yeah. got up and I just did this little movement and I was like, fuck, fuck. <laughs> it's Tom's fault. Yeah, and I was just stood there. Um, a sausage a sausage bat in one hand just stood there in the garden and no one believed me I was like I pull about whatever might say ooh you want to call you an ambulance I'm like no I really hurt myself um, anyway it's fine um, I'm to spin as long as I don't move my back I can stay stationary on the bike all's good <laughs> so I went last weekend I've been very jet set and I went to a place I really can't pronounce for the night near Birmingham. Solihull. Solihull. Why can't you pronounce that? Solihull. Solihull. It's not a it's not a great name for a southerner to pronounce. Okay. Um so I went there for the night and uh I shared a room with Linda, lovely Linda. It was all with my team, all my team. So we all met up and we we had a lovely time. And on a Saturday morning, Linda and I were getting ready to go for breakfast. And we were staying in a village hotel. Looks nice, Gemma. Looks nice. She's been doing her hair. She's obsessed. Uh, she, Linda and I had had breakfast or we were going to breakfast. Can't remember. Linda will correct me either way. And... We were staying in a village hotel, which has like a gym and a pool and everything. And we could just, we were chatting and just suddenly I could hear, woo! Oh, yay! <laughs> and then they'd be like, woo! And Linda went, they're doing a spin class or something. Literally the sound of her wooing was enough to make me want to order a Domino's. Like amazing the wooing if I'd been closer I would have just slapped her if anyone woos like that in real life it's just a straight slap to the face I've got a problem where I act or speak first and then think later and I know that lots of people think they do I've talked about this before but sometimes stuff comes out and I don't even remember Mm. saying it there's just a look of shock around the house 
So I'm really worried that if anyone wooed too close to me, it would just be slap and then think, oh God. Um, but we thought of you and I was like, we're about to go and eat. I mean, I had five rashes of bacon, three sausages and some scrambled egg. And everyone was like chatting about this podcast. And I was like, no, Gemma, Gemma would be down there. As soon as she heard the woo, she'd be like, that's her call. And the reason they make that noise is to summon people like Gemma from all rooms in the hotel. They'll be like, it's, it's, like, it's like the thundercats when they used to like thunder, thunder, thunder. thunder. ho. <laughs> See, that's more shouting ho is, is like my assembly. Um, I've got two things to say. Number yeah. one. Um, I want to put a pin in the getting angry and not realizing I experienced this at the weekend. Okay, like, not with me. No, no, no. But um, I went to an evening spin class, which I never normally do. I went to the 7 p.m. one on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, because I'd been sat stationary, my back had seized up, and I was like, I need to, I need to, I'm, I've got PMT, I need to go. I need to go. And the instructor, never had that instructor before. She was from a different planet. Like, you know when you see people really getting into music and that they close their eyes and they screw their face off and they're like in a different world? They've taken drugs, yes. Yeah, but she hadn't. But she was on a bike and she was like properly into it. And then like she was getting off the bike, hyping everyone up. Anyway, so that was good. She was doing a lot of whooping. But then on Saturday, it was Ben's birthday on a Saturday. So we went to, I'm not going to fish. They're still alive, which is. That's good. Good. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to name the place, but um, I think people will woo between the lines and they'll work it out. We took Ben to this place in London. For a start, it took us three hours to get there. But it should have taken an hour because Mike decided to drive through Hammersmith. Oh, because he misses me living there. I don't know why he drove through Hammersmith. Anyway, it was like it took us oh, it's an hour to three miles. Yeah. Yeah. Scaffolding anyway. fell on someone. <clears throat> what? Oh, yeah. Fell on two people. Oh, it was before that. It, was, it was, wasn't that. It was before that, but that was awful, awful, awful. Um, um, yeah, so we got there an hour late. But we managed to get in. I managed to get in. And there was a queuing system in place where adults aren't allowed to join the queue. It's children only in the queue. Okay, so Ben sat in the queue for the most popular thing at this place. And there was this lady sat in front of him. And um, all of a sudden, he was next. All of a sudden, five children turned up. And she was saving the space for five kids. Right? I'm like, I'd already been recognized at this point. So I'm like, I can't, I can't say anything the number of um the, the people were just like it was they were so british everyone was just so english about it it was like oh hello um i don't think children of um adults can save places um for children in the queue i i've been waiting hours don't worry about it it's fine like that and then then someone else came up with evidence they had a sign that said no oh, no it says here no saving places no adults in the queue it's fine don't worry about it so then someone I'm else went and- about it. i'm fucking worried about it love and someone else got the manager and the manager came over and like it and it was it was like I'm like, look, I said everyone then started screaming, right? It was so tense, like the whole place was hot, it was really busy, like and um 
anyway, this poor woman, she like had to give her her due, stood her ground. She had like lots of angry parents, like trying to like get her to shift. Like anyway, she, um, I, I, in the end, because I managed to rein in my mankness, I just, I said to her, are you okay? And it turned out she had extenuating circumstances why she wanted, and she didn't want to tell anyone. She didn't want to sort of like say, this is why I've for the children kind of thing um so I said well okay and she was like thank you thank you so much thank you it was just awful and it just it just reminded me because normally I'm really trying to work on that side of my where I just let my mouth run away it happens very rarely but when it does I'm like you I just no thought yeah it comes out and I'm really trying to work on it. And I was just really proud of myself that I just remained calm. And as it turned out, there was a, there, were, there was like yes. a reason. And all, all ended well. Everyone, everyone managed to get on the thing and it was, all, it was all fine. But for a while there, it was tense. I have no idea where you were. In London, getting on a thing. Yeah, it was... Um... Well, that's why you were in Hammersmith, you idiot. But I was going to do a review on it, but now I'm not going to do a review on it because... I can't believe you're going to... When I, I lived... I'm proud of myself, but... You, yeah, I wonder what Chippy would have done. What would Chippy have done? I would have waited until everyone was fighting and then I would have just <laughs> slipped my kids in. <laughs> I then went to uh, two nights away with Joe for our wedding anniversary. And we booked an Airbnb. Now, we have to always take Loki with us as a as a chaperone, but also because he tries to eat other people and it's just terrible. My mum already had four dogs, three kids and three ducks to look after. She's, she's wanting a quiet life and I've moved down the road. So I took Loki with us and we arrived and it was lovely. And the lady was like, I've put, um, I've got a dog. So, but if you want to dog proof your area, I've put like, there's a baby gate and stuff. And we were like, great. Okay. But he's fine with dogs. And she was like, well, the chickens come through sometimes and there's a pregnant cat. Loki did not go off the lead. Like I practically slept with him with a lead tied around my leg. I was just like, a pregnant cat for him is like, it's like one of those things that gourmet men go and eat in France with a napkin over their head. Uh, so yeah, it was lovely, and I woke up in the on in the morning on Tuesday, and there were donkeys. There was like five donkeys outside the gate, and so Joe was like, "Right, well, I'll do the packing. You've been out here with the donkeys for fifty minutes, rubbing their little faces. So that was nice. That's been what I've been doing, Gemma. But I do have we have questions. So thanks to everyone who has uh, sent a message about the late night life laundry." Which, by the way, was a bugger to edit. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. About that. I it thought it was the it was the co- I think I think the a particular swear word crept in from you that I had to. I, then I got the fear that I hadn't edited it out, so I had to listen to it all over again. Did I drop the C bomb? Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. 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 Sorry, Gemma. Sorry, Gemma. <laughs> but two questions came in after we'd recorded it. But I actually thought they were very good. Look, she's done, she's done her hair now. She's doing her brows. This is, do you know what? This is what people think I do. 
when I say I'm a makeup artist or I'm a facial skincare therapist or whatever it is, people think what Gemma's doing, which is looking in a mirror and grooming her brows, she's already brushed her hair. People think that's what I do all day. And in fact, it's you doing it all day. I look like I've been sleeping out with the ducks. Anyway, <laughs> Jill has sent two questions, a two-parter. Who has? Jill. Yeah, um, so. Very sorry not to have given everyone a shout out on the questions uh, last last week. Sorry if you if we asked you. Thanks for your question. Sorry if I didn't mention your name. Uh, I have no excuse except for laziness. So, do you believe in fate or think life is more about things happening by chance? Is part one of the question. Yeah. yeah. She's pulling that face. This is not covered in my English degree. <laughs> um, I, okay. I, I do have a belief system around this. Okay. Um, I firmly... That's not true. I don't firmly <laughs> believe it. I believe there is some merit in um, what you put out you receive. Yeah. And I, so basically, I think with, with regards to fate, there are some macro moments in your life like that, that will happen to you no matter what path you take. Yeah. So like meeting Derek or like, I don't know, Stop doing, the job, doing the job that I'm doing. But then there are micro moments that, that can happen or not happen that you're in charge of kind of thing. That makes sense. Would you say it's acceptable for me to say that you are a Christian, Gemma? Well, I was thinking about this the other day. I did A level Christianity, which what which was which which was more Bible criticism. So we would read the Bible and we would like pull it apart. Basically, it was very interesting. But yeah, I was brought up a Christian. Um, would I still, if I had to fill in a form, I'd put Christian. But I I wouldn't say my faith is strong at the moment. Put it that way. Okay. Uh, the reason I ask is because I did a degree, kind of one up your uh, Christianity A level. <laughs> the only thing I've got, uh, and I did a degree in theology. And distressingly, uh, I had some really Catholic people over to stay at my house a couple of weeks ago, and I was talking about Easter, and I said, "Easter, Jesus died, was born, died, was born." Does it matter? Can't remember. And Joe was like, Easter. You've got a you've got a theology degree in a house full of Catholics. It's your time to shine. Anyway, they were fine with it, I think. So a lot of the belief in fate and stuff for some people can be really tied up with a religious belief. Whereas for me, I think we are uh, atoms and molecules hurtling through space at some point, ready to implode. And Oh, yeah, but I can't think like that. That's just too depressing. Oh, no, I find it incredibly freeing. Rather than a man up there, a secret man up there, making you move like a puppet. Okay, that's creepy what you're doing there now. I don't think of him like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so for me, as a as a... As a agnostic all of a sudden chippy's turned god into a thunderbird that's what you were doing well i just think that's <laughs> mm. 
And I, you know, I'm a big appreciator of religion in a way that I'm also a big hater of religion in that it causes a hell of a lot of problems. And it's a bit silly how everyone thinks they're right and everyone else is wrong. Mm. But I also think, oh, it must be so nice to have like religious rituals that make you feel better. Uh, I love sitting in churches. Uh, I've never been into a synagogue but I probably would catch fire if I did, but I would like to go in. I think quite often places of religious worship are very calm, calming and, and, and a lovely place to be. And also, do you know what? I, do you know what, one of the things I miss about smoking and I am about to uh, make religion sound like smoking. Uh, for me, smoking pretty much was the closest I'm going to get to a religion. But what I miss about smoking is that when I worked in an office and I smoked, it was a legitimate three minute break every half hour hour no mm-hmm. one is like oh god no you can't go for a cigarette everyone's like where's Chippy? she's having a fag fine mm-hmm. and the same with a religious building i feel like it's that thing of if you're there it's a safe space no one can bother you no one can expect you to be somewhere else do you know what i mean and i and so for that there's loads of stuff i like about it but as a non-religious person, I am just like, there's no fate. I, I see lots of forks in the road in my past that I'm like, oh, I wonder if I'd taken the other fork, what would have happened? And that I find really interesting. But I don't. Be like um, Gwyneth and Brad in Sliding Doors. Which I've never seen. Uh, partly because uh, there's a big trauma for me related to that film and I think it may be a trauma that other people have shared though not as specifically now Sliding Doors came out when 90s yeah the 90s the mid 90s and Gwyneth Paltrow had that lovely hairdo the one that was exactly the same as Brad's yeah Brad yeah. I don't want to do Brad down I don't want to leave him out Brad had a lovely hairdo as well he's not often the person that I base my haircuts on so I am using Gwyneth in this example, but I don't want to leave can, that. Out. Can I just say, as as an aside, his acting was absolutely shocking in Friends. Oh yeah, it's terrible. It's yeah, it's not good. How can an actor like him be shit at acting? Whereas Julia it, Roberts was great in Friends. Oh, Julia Roberts was amazing in Friends. Oh, George sure. Clooney was good in Friends. Anyway, sorry, we're getting off track. Anyway, um. So I went to a hairdresser and I said, oh, no. uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's hairdo in Sliding Doors is the one for me. Thanks. And I had hair about the same length that I have now. Oh, uh, that was a big, uh, big, big, yeah. big deal. I was ready for it. I thought, you know, if it works for Gwyneth, it's going to work for me. It doesn't matter. We haven't got the same bone structure. Uh, I came out and my sister said, you remind me of someone. And then we worked out it was Paul McCartney. (laughs) So I had to live life for the next however long it took for my hair to grow out uh, with me looking like Paul McCartney. And you think I'm exaggerating. I'm absolutely not. When my husband first saw a photo of the laundress, we we demand... A photograph. I'll find a photo. I find the only photo I think I've got is me and my horse. And the first time 
my now husband saw that photo. He said, who's Harry Potter with your horse? So that's good. I just, so for me, sliding doors will always, always just remind me. And I feel very loyal to an ex-boyfriend that I started going out with at the time because I felt like he really saw me. Because if you can love me when I look just like Paul McCartney, you can love me through anything. We're still friends. He's married to a very pretty girl who could never look like Paul McCartney now. But still, that's my distressing side. But does she look like Gwyneth Paltrow? Probably. She's very blonde and petite and she hasn't spawned three children. I'm not at all bitter. It's fine. So second part of Jill's question. Oh, I'm editing this week. I've already sworn. Have you ever had your palm read or future told? And if so, did any of it come true? <laughs> Jamie Gray. Um, well, we all know the Derek Akora story. So that aside, because like, I used to work with psychics and there was one lady who was a psychic. She um, one day stopped me in the green room and said, I feel like I need to tell you something. And I was like, I don't want to know. I don't. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't choose to go and have my future told. Yeah. For me, I'd rather not know. Did you say um, I don't want to know? And she, yeah, I said, I don't want to know. And I'm sure this is against some like code. Yeah. Wasn't I agree. It? This, yeah. She's like, no, no, no. I, I feel like I really need to tell you. And I was like, mm, okay, is it bad? And she was like, well, it's not bad. It's not good. I'm like, oh, well, now you've got to tell me. And she's like, you, she'll, you'll move house and the door will have a number 14 on it um, and a tall man will leave. I'm like, you had to tell me that. Yeah, you didn't have to tell, yeah, it shouldn't have to tell you that. But then years later, the tall man I'm, walked off. The tall man, a tall man left and I moved into a house, the number 14 on the road. Now, part of me thinks you could apply that. It was so you know this this is weird so I'm sure lots of couples have this Joe and I at the moment are failing to synchronize our nights off and um if I'm going to bed earlier I've got work to do Joe will do the ironing because I'm not fucking doing it and watch Ozarks or something that's too violent for me. But my mistake, I thought I was clever during third lockdown by insisting that he starts watching true crime documentaries with me. But in fact, now I'm not allowed to watch them without him. So, So I've been struggling to find something that I want to watch when he's working slash playing Fortnite with his friend, like a child. So... I needed something. I've been procrastinating writing my coaching contracts. So I was like, I need to sit down and write my contracts, but I'm going to have some mindless TV on in the background. I got, I went in, I went into the underbelly of Netflix and, and I, I watched like eight hours, not eight hours, possibly three hours of Tyler Henry, who is an American medium. He looks like, Kieran and Macaulay Culkin had a love child and it was Tyler Henry and he says stuff and you go of course that's really vague he could be saying anything about anything and me 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 but then part of you's like but how did he know that oh she's googling him 
He looks like Aaron Carter. No, he looks like oh man. Oh, can I see him? Say words. Prince, Prince Junior. Prince Junior. Prince, Harry Prince Junior. Yeah, Freddie Prince Junior. Yes. Married to Sarah Michelle Geller. Yeah, look in that picture there. He does. It's the eyebrows. Yeah. Do I look like Freddie Prince Jr.? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he goes, he's got 300,000 people on his waiting list. So Joe was being really snotty. He was like, he's full of shit, blah, blah, blah. And my two things were obviously, it's very carefully edited. We don't know about the editing, we don't know about the filming, all of that. But I was like, mm. everyone we've seen feels better. Yeah, and it's like they've given, they've been given closure. They feel better. Is that not, in a way, a service? The way he does it makes me feel like he doesn't have bad intention. Now, I don't like to take the dead's name in vain. I actually don't care that much about taking the dead's name in vain. But Derek Akora, you felt like he was doing it a bit for the. Do you know what I mean? For the Derek Akora effect. Whereas this guy is a bit more like, there's no chatting about him. He just gets straight into it. And the mm. reason it made me think of it is that he did a reading for someone and he was like, wait, wait, there's an older person at this house. And she was like, oh, this isn't my house. It's a friend's house. And he was like, oh, okay. And then he did her reading. And then he went to the producer and was like, can we find the owner of the house? Because I need to tell her something. I need to tell her. And, but he said to her, are you open to hearing something or do you not want to? And she was like, no, no, no. And he said, I feel like there's an old lady standing outside the shed. And she was like, oh, my God. And she went and got a picture of her mum taken standing outside the shed. But like, And he could have seen that photo. Could have, do you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't in frame, but you don't know. But I just thought it was so interesting. What I liked was that he said, can I tell you something or do you not want to? Because that's more respectful than just because, like, the tall man leaves. Number 14. Like, why does she have to tell you that? That would have happened whether she told you about it. That could bring you no peace. I really like this guy because he spoke to, like, a woman whose son died. And he was just like, it was an accident. She thought it was a deliberate racist move. He was like, it was an accident. He knew he was walking too close to the road. You know, he's fine. He loves you. And it brings her peace and closure. Whereas this lady was just confusing the hell out of a Mancunian lady well why is it suddenly telling us we've only got nine minutes I've upgraded zoom so that now 40 minutes 40 minutes is 40 minutes like unless you have oh we better do a positive do positive go go my positive of the week is I had a very nice time away with my husband you know how sometimes the stars align yeah so Joe needs to know where we he's like a child on a school trip, where and what we're eating and, and what we're doing. And I don't need to know. I'm like, if we're hungry, we'll find somewhere to eat. But Joe needs more organization. Anyway, we went to Butler's Hard uh, in Hampshire for the day, which is near where we were staying. And we arrived and we got on the ferry as soon as we got there. So Joe got to go on a 
little boat up and down the river. It was boiling hot. I got sunburned despite being an advocate for sunscreen wearing. And we did the crossword and I drank rosé spritzes and he drank beer. And it was just really hot. And it was a weekday, so it wasn't busy. And it was just lovely. And it was like the universe giving me a dose of what I needed. So that's my positive of the week. Also, 13 years together. Well, it's more like 20. Mm, can't do maths. 13 years married and haven't put him under the patio yet. So that's good. What's your positive of the week, Gemma Bray? <clears throat> um, talking of school trips, <clears throat> I might have engineered a situation where I convinced Derek to uh, go on a school trip with Ben to London. Well, I had done my fair share of school trips and I vowed never to help on one again because the last one I came back from, I was psychologically scarred because the kids, every, I was in charge of some like three kids and every, when we got every single one ran in a different direction. I was so stressed. Like the I whole time. I want to sound mean or anything. Um, and my mother is really struggling with this concept, but I just love doing nothing for the school. The new school. I'm not oh, doing anything. I'm not volunteering for anything. I'm not no. speaking to anyone. I don't know who the teachers are. Well, the message came through on the WhatsApp group, and I'm like, oh, like might love Ben and love it. He'd love it if you'd go. Oh, and my yeah, yeah. And then they said, um, we've got. Ideally, it would be great if a dad with a DBS check could come. Mike's like, well, I've got, I've got that's fine. Mike said, I can do it, and the woman was like, great. We need someone to take the boys to the toilet. <laughs> Mike's immediately busy. But also, I know that. Why didn't really you tell me that before? You know what's really annoying is that because it's Mike and because he's a dad, he'll be like novelty dad. Oh, I know. So they'll be like, he just has to take the boys to the toilet. He doesn't have to do anything else. He doesn't have to so do I, anything I, So... I, I, I was a bit mean and I tricked, I tricked him into it. But Ben's so excited. Yeah. And um, I promised Mike that when he gets back, because I said, because you will need it. He went, you're not selling this to me, Gemma. I said, you will need a bath and like just to sit in a quiet room for oh. at least an hour. <laughs> Running what you'd, posit- you'd promised him there. No, because it's like... It's full on, isn't it? Because they're going into London, they've got to go to the train and... Yeah. Da, da, da. I, I mean... It's psychologically damaging stuff, taking your kids on a school trip. It really is. It's not for the faint-hearted. But other than that, um, I've just had a very, very busy week. Um, I, You know, when you... <gasps> but, okay, hang on. Stop what you're saying. Stop it. We've got five minutes. What a fucking legend is Gemma Bray. We need to discuss the vault. Well, yeah, so I launched the vault. Um, and you know when you take on something new at work and you like you you overwhelm yourself and you drown a little bit because you've got all these extra tasks and then you sort of like treading water and then you're okay. I'm I'm I'm, I'm still drowning a little bit. <laughs> it's bloody amazing. Every time I switch on my phone or I get it's a bit rude. Every time I get an Instagram message, not for me. It's just saying <laughs> how bloody amazing you are. Like even yeah, this morning, I was talking to Karen always gets a shout out on the podcast but Karen was like my house is transformed like they're they're bloody amazing and they cost less than a coffee 
every month. I, I think what's what people are shocked at is it they realise how much they were faffing. Previously. Yeah, that's been really interesting, isn't it? Because people are like, I do it and it's done. And Marie, lovely Northern Irish Marie, says she was like, it keeps you in the room. And yeah. she said what she'd been doing is she'd found something and she'd like potter her off to take it to another room. And she was like, no, Gemma keeps me in the room and keeps me focused. So I just wanted to publicly, because I publicly apologised on an earlier episode, and I want to publicly say to Gemma, because obviously I see the behind the scenes hard work. And in my case, the slightly um, soul destroying silence from Gemma uh, while she's been working That's just- in the vault. Head down, bomb up mode. That's what yeah. that is. Um, and but I've got, I've got, I've got grand plans. And this is an exclusive for the laundrettes. Yeah. You know how like you get the Calm app and you get like Matthew McCovney reading stuff and you get Harry Styles reading stuff. Yeah. Can you imagine if we had like Matthew McCovney a guided clean? I think you'd have to sort out how to say his name before you asked him to do anything. It would be me asking. Well, Gary Barlow. Hello, we're in the kitchen. We're in the kitchen. It's just members of Take That. You immediately start hemorrhaging followers for those non-Take That people. Oh, God, it's bloody Gary again. Imagine if that, like, amazing. But you have to be really careful, because imagine if you've got Joe Wicks. Joe Wicks in the kitchen. I mean, it's a very voice-based... You'd have a really angry metal clean with Chippy. That would be a great celebrity appearance. (laughs) Now you light your cigarette from the hob top and shout <laughs> really loudly. <laughs> great. Have you approached Gary about it yet? No, I oh. haven't. I mean, it's just a pipe dream, really. In my dreams, he would come and ask me, and he'd be like, "Obviously, I've been obviously, I'm enjoying the vault, Gem. I joined the vault, and I joined the vault, Gem, and I'm loving it. And I'd like to do a. Oh, I don't know why he's gone, Paul McCartney. Maybe Paul will do one." Uh, Gemma, Hello. I see you work with someone who used to be one of my lookalikes, and I don't know why he, Paul's gone to Manchester suddenly. Can't do you from Manchester, but Paul's moved from Liverpool to Manchester. And who else would we have? <gasps> Jennifer Saunders and Dawn French. I want them for everything. <laughs> I want them for ev- across the board. I want them on the Monday Night Review. I want them doing The Vault. I want them as guests on the Life Laundry. I want them to come and live with me. Yeah. So anyway, that's, that's a pipe dream, but I'm glad people are enjoying it. <laughs> Especially me. I mean, I'm enjoying this. Like, I'm going to make a guest list. Uh, who would, If you could have one person, one person to guest on The Vault, who would it be? Cher. We've got to go. We've got to go, but bye, guys. Zoom. Boo. Boo, Zoom. Boo. Boo. We'll speak to you all next week. Say goodbye, Chippy. Bye-bye. Bye.